Welcome to Choice Classic Radio, where we bring to you the greatest old-time radio shows. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and thank you for donating at choiceclassicradio.com. make a very happy family, don't we? Personally, I'm overjoyed. How about you, Jane? Me? I've got all I can do to keep from laughing out loud. I don't understand it. Neither you nor Roger has a thing to worry about financially as long as I'm alive. So you keep reminding us. True, isn't it? Very happy to take care of my late brother's children. Yes. And to remind us that you're doing it. Someday, Uncle Bill, there's going to be a I'm change. afraid I'm going to have to wait to find out what there's going to be someday. Come in. Yes, yes, what is it, Carrie? I'll need some money for the grocers, Mr. Larson. Food's terrible high these days. Money? Yes, sir. I gave you the household allowance three days ago. What are you doing with the money? Carrie, you're working here for me only because I'm sentimental and you work for my father. You realize there isn't a good day's work left in you, and I won't stand for stealing. Uncle William. I do not steal, Mr. Larson. We'll discuss that in a little while. Come back in ten minutes. Yes, sir, I will. I'll come back. How can you talk to Terry that way, Uncle Bear? How can you? I won't be imposed upon. I won't. And I'll talk to anybody, anytime, any way I like. And if you and your brother don't like it, you can get out. Wouldn't it be a little ironic if you were the one who was going to leave your own house? Oh, I take that back. Who wasn't going to leave? Who was going to be carried out? Now, on to Dick Colmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friend. Hey, Harry. There's somebody at the door. Well, Joe answer. It ought to be Larson coming to see us like we told him to. Yeah. If it is, I'll do the talking, Jim. Okay. Hello. Is your partner in? Yeah. Come in, Mr. Larson. Thank you. Hey, Harry, it's him. Oh, I see I hope you don't mind coming way out into the country to see us, Mr. Larson. Have a seat. No, thank you. I don't intend to stay that long. I made this trip out here to tell you one thing. I'm not paying you another cent. You accept favors from us and not pay us, Mr. Larson? I don't call extortion a favor, Mr. Wills, and neither do the police. I paid you for the last time. If you ask for money once more, I'm going to the police. Oh, you are. Mr. Larson, we're salesmen. Aren't we salesmen, Jeff? Sure. And like all salesmen, we uh, carry samples. I don't understand. Jim. Yeah? Show Mr. Larson our best sample. The one that makes a sale every time we show it. I'd be glad to. What's the meaning of that rifle? Show him, Jim. Of course. Did you see that, Mr. Larson? There was a jug on that table over there that isn't there anymore. Now, you might have been Jim's target. I won't pay you another dime, and that's final. You mean that's too bad. You pay us, and you keep on paying I us. told you, I'm not paying another dime. All right, Jim, let him. Hold it a minute. Cops. Yeah. They heard the shot, Harry. Yeah, they must have. 
All right, Larson, get out of here, but don't talk to any cops. We'll see you at your house at 11 tonight. We're going to have a little business meeting, and we've just proved to you that we mean business. Hello. Hello, is this Boston Blackie? Wait a minute, there's a mirror right here, I'll look. Yes, I'm Blackie. Who's this? Oh, uh, Blackie, this is William Larson. Yes? I don't think you know me. I'm going to know you, though. I idea? need your help, Blackie. Could you come to my house this evening? I'll pay you well for your trouble. You mean you'll pay me well to get you out of yours, don't you? What kind of help do you need, Larson? From what I hear about you, you're the nicest guy in town. I take care of my brother's family, which is doing only what I think is right. Mm-hmm. But I have troubles and enemies just the same, and I need help. You know, we have a police force here, Larson. If you're in serious trouble, you should... I'd call... rather not go to the police just yet, Blackie. First, I want to talk to you. It's urgent. Come to my house this evening. Promise me you'll come. All right. I'll be there. That's definite. You're sure? Mr. Larson, I'll be there as sure as you're alive. Good. I want you to come to see that I stay that way. This is Larson's house, Jim. Yeah. Mid Cedar Lane. Quite a rush. Yeah. Yeah, Nice, quiet neighborhood, too. Rich people ever make any noise, Harry? Nope. Noise isn't refined. Let's go around to the side of the house first. We'll see if he's in. Yeah, we'll find out. Right now. Nobody's seen us yet. If nobody sees us at all, maybe we'll get the job done right now. Yeah. That's for me. Hey. There's an open window over here. Yeah, I see it. Let's have a look through it and see if Larson's got company or not. Yeah. Slow now. Quiet. We'll sneak a look. Chair there, Tim. Been looking right at us. Lucky we're in the dark. We get the job done right now, huh? Mm-hmm. It's about a 30-foot shot. Yeah. If we can get him with a couple of fast slugs. How could I miss? Just watch. <laughs> I got him. Good shooting, Jim. Now, come on. Let's beat it before somebody wakes up. Okay. But I know one guy who's never going to wake up. Yeah? Yeah. Mr. William Larson. Yes, to see me, or is that Inspector Faraday's voice I hear? Oh, no, not you, Blackie. Not you again. <laughs> no, I thought it was. Okay, Inspector, have it your way. Who am I? You're a guy who's getting right out of here. Who'd you come to see? William Lawson. He phoned me and asked me to come out here at 10 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock. I'm here. Where's Lawson? He's dead. Oh? Shot. Somebody made a hole in one. The hard way. Any idea who? I will have, and very soon. Providing you don't bother me. I have Larson's niece and nephew inside. And an old gal named Carrie Lane. He's housekeeper. Suspect? Everybody's a suspect in a murder case. Come on in. I heard your car drive up. I came out to see who was calling. Not the killer, I can tell you that. Right, the, the three of them are down the hall in the living room. Which one do you think did it? As if you could tell me. For your information, I don't think any one of the three is guilty. Larson fed them, clothed them, took care of all of them. Why would they kill him? I'll find a reason for you if you want. That's one of the little... Hey... What's going on? That's Larson's niece. That's right. Okay. All right, Larson. All right, let's go. Break it. I think I'll make the next crack at your jaw. Stop them. Stop them. Well, you fell awfully easily, Larson. Jeanette, get up. I 
wish you'd kill him. I wish you'd kill him. Oh, you mustn't talk like that, Jane. There's been enough killing around here for one night. Now, what was this all about, Miss Lassie? I'll tell you what it was. She accused me of killing Uncle Bill. Well, you did. You wanted him dead. You hated him. No worse than you did. Or Carrie, for that matter. Hmm. Everybody disliked Bill Larson. Apparently, he wound up behind the hate ball. <laughs> uh, read me some more of what it says in the paper about Roger Larson. Harry. Sure, it's better than the funnies, huh? Yeah. Well, let's see where it was it. Yeah, uh, the dead man's nephew, Roger Larson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Roger Larson, 32, is the chief suspect, will he say. Larson is unable to say where he was at the time of the shooting, thought to be between 8.30 and 9.30 last <laughs> night. Yeah, they got the time right anyhow. Read me some more. Okay. Oh, continued page two columns. Let's see. Two columns, two, yeah. Larson was found dead in a chair of his library, two bullet wounds in his head. Police say the shot was probably fired through the open window, which Larson was facing. The table beside him was a half-finished cup of coffee. <laughs> he got finished before the coffee did, huh? Uh, hey, Harry. Yeah? Uh, what are we going to do for Doe now that we've knocked off Larson? Find out something about another rich guy? Start shaking him down. Yeah. I don't bother him. Really. So he wants to go to the cops, too, huh? Yeah. Hey, listen to this. What? Paragraph I didn't see. Listen. Yeah? Roger Larson, under arrest for the murder, told police that he might know the identity of his uncle's killer, but will keep the knowledge to himself to handle the situation his own way. Hey. So the guy knows, huh? Ah, you're just talking through his hat, Harry. Nobody saw us last night. I'm not so sure. That gun made noise, remember? Look, those cops got ways of making guys talk. We got ways of seeing they don't, huh? But uh, we can't get him in jail. No. We can get him if we get him out of jail. And guess who's going to help us do it? Who? A guy named Boston Blackie. <laughs> All right, Larson, you can go. But don't leave town without my permission. Thanks, Inspector. All right, Blackie, get him out of my office. Come on, Larson. I'll drive you home. Uh, I don't understand this, Blackie. Why am I being let go? Because I got a phone call from an anonymous friend of yours telling me where you were when your uncle was killed. That isn't the reason. You think I'd let you go just because Blackie got an anonymous phone tip? Why did you let him go, Inspector? What have I got to hold him on, Dope? Hey, Larson. Yeah? You don't really know who knocked off your uncle, do you? I might as well admit it, Inspector Faraday. I said that just to make you let me go. Okay, so go. And you too, Blanky. Now get out of here, both of you. <laughs> we were just leaving. This door here, Larson. Yeah, thanks. Take us right out onto the street. Bye, Inspector. Goodbye. My car's parked in the middle of the block. You don't mind walking that part in? Well, we could have a cab. <laughs> Tell me something, Larson. Sure. When were you telling the truth? When you said you knew who killed your uncle, or when you said you didn't? I don't know who killed him. I guess I was stupid to say I did. I thought it might take the heat off me. I could get in trouble for that, couldn't I? Roger, in this town, you never know what can get you into trouble. Tell me, did your sister and the old housekeeper know that... We're... What's the oh. matter? That black car coming this way. I don't like the look of it. Look out, Lawson, duck! Yeah. And now, back to Boston Blackie. Wealthy William Larson is murdered. The police do not know that Harry Wills and Jim Lawrence, extortionists, shot him as he sat in his study. Larson's niece, Jane, her brother, Roger, and his housekeeper, Carrie, are suspects. 
Faraday arrests Roger Larson on suspicion of murder, but Roger is released. As he leaves police headquarters with Flackey, occupants of a car speed by and shower the sidewalk with machine gun bullets. As we return to our story, it's just a few seconds later. Are you hurt, Larson? Yeah, a little. Get back. Give him some air, will you please? Get back. Larson, where are you hit? In the arm. Which one? Yeah, right there. Oh. I don't think it's too bad. How about you, Black? Oh, I'm all right. A parked car saved me. Somebody get a doctor. All right. Let me through. Let me through. Come on in, Faraday. But you're going to be awfully disappointed. I'm fine. Too bad. Well, what goes now, Blackie? Nothing now. But tomorrow the papers will say that Roger Lawson told Boston Blackie who killed his uncle. Yeah? That'll bring the killers out into the open so we can close this case. More tea, Aunt Carrie? No, thank you, Jane. I've had enough, I think. I don't think I really want any either. But at least it gives me something to do. Hmm, upset about your poor brother, aren't you? What do you think? I'm an old woman, Miss Larson, but I'm still very sharp. Very sharp. I've always known how you and your brother hated Mr. Larson. But we couldn't help it, Aunt Carrie. He gave us everything, money, clothes, his lovely home, but it was good. But he never let you forget that he gave you everything. No. And without him, you'd have nothing. Never. Never. Mm. He's cruel to you, too, Terry. It's a wonder you didn't hate him. I did. What? It wasn't just for myself, but for you and Mr. Rogers. I could see what he was doing to you. Poisoning you both. You were almost hating each other. I knew that someday one of you'd kill him. But, Aunt Carrie, I didn't kill him. And I, I don't really think Roger did. I just said that the other day because he accused me. I'm quite sure you didn't kill him. Neither one of you. Because, you see, I know who did. why you have to become a walking bullseye, too. Because I can be just as crazy as you. But anyhow, Blackie, I don't think those killers will try the same thing again. I think they will. Though they may not try it tonight, even though I had the radio and newspapers announced that Roger had told me who killed his uncle. Uh, so we walk the streets till morning, do we? I'm going to, if I have to. Why don't you run up ahead and get into your car with Sergeant Matthews for one? Nothing doing. The minute I do, something will happen, I'll miss it. If something happens, let's hope that something misses us. Maybe we ought to call the whole thing off, Blackie. They won't try anything if they spot that police car of mine up ahead of us. They'll be watching us, not the car. And besides, we need that car. The minute we get shot at, Matthews will either head off the killer's car or catch it. We hope. Personally, I'm getting tired of getting nowhere on this case. And on this walk. Patience, Faraday. Patience. This is very interesting. What is? Just think. We don't even know where our next bullet is coming from. Blackie be passed, huh? Uh-huh. Everyone around the block, you cut in this time. Good. Machine gun ready, Jim? Yeah. You sure it was Blackie, huh? Positive. Yeah. What about the guy with him? I don't know who he is. He's on the inside, so maybe he won't get hurt. You get hurt, all right. Ain't gonna miss this time. Then we can take care of Roger at his house. Sure. We're turning back to the block where we saw Blackie. Now get ready. Okay. Come okay. up behind him this time. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, roll down the window. I'm doing that now. Step on it any time you want. 
Stepping on it now. Make good this time, Jim. Good and good. Here goes. They see us. Let them have it. I think I got him. Sure fell fast. Maybe too fast. Harry! Harry, a car up ahead of us. It's a police car. It's cutting us off. No, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Well, I'll turn the other way and pass it. Harry, look out. It's turning back. Run up on the side. Stop, oh. Jim. We're anywhere that wall. I'm not anxious to go with you. I'd rather ask my questions out here. I'm married, thank you. Well, no more questions. Wait for me, Faraday. Come on. I know, I know. Let you do all the talking. Well, this guy in here better do a little of it himself. Hello, Lawrence. Really banged up, aren't you? Yeah, copper. But you ain't sorry about it, are you? You got what you deserved. So did your pal, Harry. Yeah, I know he got killed, so what? Hey, I ain't got much chance to pull through either. If you'd like to tell us a few things, then, wouldn't you, Jim? Just in case? Sure, why not? It will be nothing you don't know. That guy, Larson's nephew, must have seen us kill the old guy. You killed William Larson? Yeah. Yeah, me and Harry. Why? Uh, we were shaking him down. He got tired of it, said he was going to the cops. That must be what he wanted to talk to me about when he sent for me. So... Me and Harry drove over to his place. Went up to an open window. Saw him sitting in a chair. I leaned out the window so let him have it. I don't think anybody's seen us. Until his nephew said he did. That's why Harry called. Gave Mikey that phony stuff about... About being with the dead guy's nephew and everything. Now, well, I'll let you in on a little secret. Nobody did see you. Roger Larson didn't know who killed his uncle, and neither did Blackie. Uh, but I... That's right, Jim. Nobody saw you. Oh, man, Larson saw me. He was staring out the window when we shot. He sat there, looked at you, saw you raise your gun and didn't move? Yeah, that's right. And you were leaning on the sill of an open window of a lighted room? Yeah. Uh, Faraday, I got news for you. We still don't know who killed William Larson. <laughs> Blackie, I don't know why we're hanging around Larson's house. You don't? That hoodlum confessed those three people in the other room have nothing to do with it. We're waiting for that phone of yours to ring. You get that phone call from the laboratory, Faraday. Then we'll go in and talk to those three. And I want you to listen. Oh, this is nothing but a waste of... Here's the call I want. You mean the call you want? Why, uh, hello? Hello, Blackie. This is Cavanaugh in the police lab. Oh, yes, Lieutenant. Well, uh, what'd you find out about Larson? You're right about Larson's death, Blackie. It came just the way you said it did. Thanks a lot, Lieutenant. Well, Faraday? I heard, but what does it mean? It means it's time for us to go into the other room. Our murderer is in there. You think his niece or nephew or Aunt Carrie killed Larson? That's right. Hey, why are you taking a cup of coffee in with you? You'll see. And incidentally, Faraday, this is the coffee Larson was drinking just before he shot. It is not. I'm going to say that it is. Come on. And Carrie? Yes, sir. Miss Lawson? How do you do? Hello, Miss Lawson. I have some interesting news for you. Well, have you found out who killed Uncle William? Yes, just about. Well, who did? 
But before I go into that, I want you and your brother and Aunt Carrie here to take a sip of this coffee. What? What's this all about, Black? This is the coffee that your uncle was drinking just before he was shot. Uh, you'll take it first, Miss Larson. Yes, all right. Oh, no, 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 don't you touch that coffee, Miss Larson. Aunt Carrie, what's the matter? Nothing, only let me taste it first. If you don't mind, Aunt Carrie, we'll do this my way. No, no, I insist on taking it first. Very well. Here you are. See? Aunt Carrie, what's the matter with you? Nothing, Mr. Larson. I'm quite all right now. Uh, Blackie, just what have you and your genius proved? I'll tell you what he's proved, officer. That I killed Mr. Larson. You poisoned I poisoned his coffee. Now I'm going to die from the same poison. You killed him. Let her finish, Carrie. Aunt Carrie, you didn't kill him. Yes, Miss Larson, I killed him. To keep him from torturing you, your brother, and from torturing me. Always holding his money and his success. And Carrie, you're not telling the truth. But I am, Mr. Larson. But do you realize what this means? It doesn't mean a thing. I'll be dead in a few minutes. Sorry to disappoint you, Aunt Carrie, but you're not dying. You see, huh? that isn't the coffee Mr. Larson was drinking when he died. It isn't. Sorry, Aunt Carrie. I'll have to take you down to police headquarters. Come along quietly. Oh, I'll come quietly, officer. I was going to confess long before this. Why didn't you? I can guess why she didn't, Faraday. When she found out Larson had been shot, she saw no reason why she should admit she poisoned him. You're a very smart young man. And your little trick proved to me that I'm not a very smart old woman. I was just guessing, Aunt Terry. I figured William Larson was already dead when those gunmen fired at him as soon as I learned Larson didn't move, although he could have seen them outside his window. Yeah, so you had the police laboratory check Larson's body for poison, and they found it. That's that was the call you just got, right? Yes, that's entirely right. And, Aunt Carrie, you thought you could get away with murder. That's entirely wrong. All right, Blackie, go ahead. Gloat. Gloat? You mean like this? You look like a canary that's swallowed a cat. You admit you got a break on the Bill Larson murder, don't you? How do you mean? You baited those gunmen into trying to knock you off. Then something one of them said in the hospital tipped you off that he didn't kill the old guy. That's true. Of course, you know the coffee cup idea wasn't a bad little gimmick. How did I get a break with that? You got a break because I listened to your idea. And believe me, it isn't easy to listen to you, Blackie. It's much easier than having to hear what you have to say. Oh, it is. Well, suppose I tell you that from now on, I'm having you barred from police headquarters. Oh, you wouldn't do that. Well, suppose I give orders you're not allowed there when I'm working on a case. Faraday, my friend, my best, most unselfish, dependable crony, you couldn't. Okay, but suppose I only let you come down for social reasons. If I'm such a, such a crony, that shouldn't be too tough for you to take. Faraday, that's all I want. Just let us be friends. Who cares about murder cases and solving them? I care. It's my job, isn't it? Well, then, as long as we're such good friends, I can't let my palsy walsy do all the work, can I? So I've got to help you, don't you see? Yeah, Blackie, that can't be right. There's got to be something wrong with it. Only what? There's nothing wrong, Faraday. Any time there's a murder, pal, count me in. Yeah, okay, okay, only believe me. You interfere on in a case and I'll clip you. Then they won't count you in. They'll count you out. Oh. 